a series of memories. Memories are remembered with other memories and in turn become memories themselves. If you don't take care to preserve your memories, you'll forget them. So please tell us your memories of everything so far. This is what people refer to as saving. Now then, will you save your game? Ribbit. Welcome to the Backlog Breakdown, where today uh, we're, we're going to be little save frogs and save our own memories of a certain game called Mother 3. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm your host, Josh. We've got uh, Nate underscore McKeever with us. And then a Hey-o. special guest today, Mr. Wes, the henshin dad himself. Wesley Ray. Straight from the West going, Coast, man? as usual. It is like, that's right. West Coast Hello. Wesley. Bringing it back. Well, that's a throwback. throwback. I don't have my surfer voice today, but I am here. And it is not as late for me as it is for you guys. And I feel really bad for that. But you know what? I'm here for you in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, nice. Well, like I said, today we're talking about Mother 3, and we are talking about Mother 3 because Wes has paid us to play this game. <laughs> yeah, basically, and, and, yeah. And found a way in which, because let me just say up front, I never thought I would actually play this video game in particular because of how it's been locked away in Japan and and how the only way to, to play it in English is through uh, translation patches of a ROM. Uh, you know, so it's mm-hmm. not, it's not, I, I never thought I'd be able to play it. Um, but Wes himself even found a way around my, co- to satisfy my conscience, to, mm-hmm. to pay the rights holders a, for this game. A and, fairly cost effective <laughs> solution too, versus right. importing. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah let me tell you guys, cartridge. neither one of you paid yes, as much as exactly. I paid for that original Mother 3 cartridge on the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> Put together, you have not invested in this game as much as I have. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it was less. I'm pretty sure it was less than $10 is all that I paid um, through Amazon Japan. So to get the Wii U version of a download for this game. So I paid Nintendo my, what was it? 8,000 yen or what? No. That's more about what I paid, yen, actually. Whatever it was. Um, and 8,000 yen. Oh, gosh. But it's oh, okay. Man. I'm not bitter. Yeah, well, I mean, I, yeah. It's <laughs> I always get a kick out of like seeing those those astronomical numbers. Um, mm-hmm. I actually recently had a transaction um, where I paid something in yen, and I was like, huh. "That's a very large number." And then when it like translates to like U.S. dollars, it's like, "Oh, it's not that big," <laughs> especially now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you think of it like cents, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, anyways, we will be talking about Mother Three later on in the episode. But uh, before we get there, gentlemen, we need to uh, respect all of the the departments that we have for the podcast. So um, the forms must been, be observed. The forms. That's right. The observance of the forms comes first, my my fellow uh, loggers. So, in in the spirit of observing those forms, it has been. Uh, quite a while since the last I, I time. Think, I think you mean to say, Josh. It yeah, has been. been. It's been. close amount of time since I talked to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's been that. And it, it has really been, uh, it's been a while, Wes. I mean, not not yeah. as long as some of our other uh, in-betweens, but I think the last episode you were on uh, was the mm-hmm. Dragon Quest. So it's like been a month. thereabouts. Uh, or yeah. a little long, maybe a month and a half. And like basically... Yeah. Basically, nothing's happened at this point. I've just started school. I'm a part of several different committees, and <laughs> life is crazy right now. Just totally crazy. 
but you know it's good mm. it's good I, I i wasn't even sure like you know am i gonna be able to do this like can i make this work with my three crazy kids and everybody decided oh we're just gonna go to california because reasons mm-hmm. and i'm just like all right that's great you do that thing and i'm just gonna be here yeah like that uh, works you don't for have to me. twist my arm for me to have a good night's sleep let me tell you because i don't think i've had a good night's sleep in a while <laughs> it's been an undisclosed amount of time but oh, that's man. okay <laughs> it's been an undisclosed amount of time since wesley that, that's had a good night's rest now i'm just rambling um, but I'm, I'm doing great you know I'm, I'm i'm teaching kids reading and that's pretty much my entire life right now and I'm adopting a new program for our school and mm-hmm. I am the only one adopting it at the older grades. So I have nobody to help me except like maybe one person who sat on a meeting once. Mm. I'm just like, all right, let's do this. And now I have like 20 boxes of different mm. books in my room that I have it's to add to kidding. my already robust library, but that's okay. What, now what grade do you teach grade, again? West? Grade, and I only teach, I don't teach math mm. and I don't teach science. Cause I leave that up to my teaching partner who's smarter than me. So we just swap classes when we have to continue reading and, science and math and all that and i'm like i'm good with that not a problem hmm. again don't have to twist my arm very much <laughs> yeah so, kind it. of an interesting thing hmm. but i'm surviving it's, it's been 11 years since i've started this so i'm just gonna yeah. keep on cruising keep on cruising <laughs> there you nice. go man nice dig it josh uh how has it been yep. since we last conversed since we last conversed, yeah, it hasn't. Well, it's been an undisclosed amount of time. We can just we can just say that it hasn't been uh, quite as long as it usually is. Um, but we're just we're just cranking out these recordings here uh, this month. That's just it's, how it works, dude. Out. This month is going to be jam packed. Yeah, so much content. All of the content. So much content. I mean, by the time by the time the listeners uh, actually this by the time this one drops in the free feeds, there will have been. Uh, like at least another bite-sized will have populated the feed. Um, But I think we might have to just to accommodate because it's like, I think we have a basically a full length normal episode scheduled for, for the next four weeks. Something, something (laughs) like that. You guys have all the content. Um, It's the best content around, but all of it. (laughs) Which actually <laughs> might make sort of like, like no it. screen November a little easier to pull off. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Be like, no, yeah, we'll just turn <laughs> off our cameras when we record. I wish we could do that now because mm, I'm yeah. looking at myself and I'm just no, like, I'm just man, kidding. I am embracing uh, that fat guy fall right now. Let me tell you. <laughs> mm, hey, hey, get after it, Wesley. Get after it. Hashtag fat guy oh, fall. Boy. Yes. Yeah, I think I need to grow a beard. <laughs> nice. Well, I am content. Them. I'm content with all the content that we have coming up uh, in in here going on. But I will say, you know, generally I try and think of either a highlight, a low light, something like that in the past mm-hmm. week. And and something actually happened yesterday that was really cool. It was just super encouraging um, with where you know with what I'm doing at the church and stuff like that. And um, so we have. I met with a family um, to to talk about baptism. Um, their two daughters, eleven and thirteen. You know, I, obviously, I'm Baptist, so so we only practice believers' baptism. But I met with them to talk with them about it because they expressed that they wanted to be baptized. They hadn't, uh, again, they hadn't been baptized as children, so um, they expressed that they wanted to be baptized. So I was able to meet with the family, and it was just super cool. Just getting on the same page. We have some some material that we go through in in scripture that talks about it. So just to be clear on what baptism is and what it isn't. 
And um, it was it was just super encouraging to see these these young girls um, just really excited about being baptized. So they're going to be baptized this Sunday. And I didn't know in between the time that I had initially kind of set with the family. Uh, oh, also their dad is going to be doing the baptism also. So that'll be super cool. Um, in between the like the week that we had set it up and then when we actually met together, uh, their son also expressed that he wanted to be baptized as well. He's eight years old. Um, so he was there too. And just talking about it and, you know, hearing their confession of faith and, and how they, you know, understanding what baptism is and they still want to go through with it. And it, it was just super cool. It was really encouraging to me also to see, you know, they were, they, they have grown up in a Christian home. And so it was really cool just to, you know, affirm the parents that, you know, just to see this in their children too. It's super cool. I'm looking forward to Sunday when all three of the kids are going to be baptized as well. Um, so that was that's kind of just been the highlight of of you know stuff that's happened since the last time we talked. Must I was about to say urge <laughs> Presbyterianism <laughs> commentary. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I I I'm not saying uh, this to try and poke the bear. I'm really not. It was no. just like like I texted my wife immediately after because I was just like that was no, it's so very cool. It's it's, it's cool. super cool. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I like I said, you, you know, uh, this is not the time or the place, but no, that's very cool. Um, always glad to sort of see people take on the sign and the seal. Um, yeah, man. So, 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 how about you? What, uh, how, how, how's, how have you been? Uh, the, in, in the undisclosed amount of time since we last talked, um, work is just like, <laughs> Work is work, and I'm just like mm -hmm. eh, sometimes thorns, it's good, thistles. and sometimes it yeah, I, it just kind of uh, uh, I just I think I think this is sort of uh, I think what I'm experiencing right now, I need to just sort of like lean into it and just really say okay, like peak is coming, um, not to like you know sort of like, but like peak peak is sort of at the threshold. Um, and I think it's just sort of like, you, you got, you got to kind of brace for it. You got to mm -hmm. kind of got to get in the, in a certain headspace. And, uh, like, I mean, yesterday at one point in time, I, and again, I'm not trying to, I brought back, it was probably easily two and a half to three inches of junk mail that had bad names on it from like, it was like mailers from like health insurance mailer. Yeah. And just like all sorts of junk. Just and it's like it's got old names for addresses, like people who haven't lived there in ten years and stuff like that. And it's just it's incredibly frustrating because like you just like want to go back to these companies and be like, fix your crap, man. <laughs> like, stop wasting my time, stop wasting your money, fix your crap. Um, like get get a good mailing list. Um or just don't send out junk that nobody wants. That's always a good idea too. Good um, alternative, yeah. yeah I, I think that's probably the healthier alternative. Um, yeah, I, I just it's it's not been bad. Uh, it's it's kind of been specifically this last week though. I've just sort of been under the gun to finish this game, and it like kind of like last minute sort of like pulled it out today, where it's like. Just, I knew that I wasn't far from the end. Um, 
but it's like this last week, I just sort of like, yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll just roll right into the backlog report um, because, and, and the only thing that I'm going to mention that, you know, and I'll, I'll save the rest of my report for, but the only thing I played was mother three guys, like for like mm. the last, like mm-hmm. two and a half, three weeks. I mean, it's yep. pretty much, I mean, a little bit of destiny, but it was mostly mother three, but Wes, since you're our guest, uh, what have you been playing? What have you been into recently? Say, man? Like last time I heard you talk, you were talking about being in the monkey chapter and I'm just like, Oh, Oh, are we going to make it? Okay. (laughs) And you did, which is congratulations to you. So as far as what I've been doing. Here you are. uh, Precious little. (laughs) Uh, I've been, what have I been playing? Let's start with what I've been playing first. I have been trying to clean up all of the chapters in Octopath Traveler just because it's like, oh, well, they announced a new one. I should probably finish the old one. So I'm trying to do that. My characters are like in the Mm -hmm. 60s, right? Well, Okay, four of my characters are in the 60s right now. The other four characters are in like single digits. So I have a long way to go here. And grinding, I totally forgot how to play this game (laughs) since starting Bravely Default 2. And I'm just like, this is not the same game. Oh, oh, this is not okay. I can't figure this out again. How did I beat this chapter with Cyrus? I don't know. But recently I beat, I think it was chapter four, Tressa's chapter four. Is it Tressa? The merchant lady? Yes. Uh, I Mm. beat her chapter four with uh, Esmeralda, I believe is her name. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure it's like a ninja lady. I don't know what she is, but I, I beat that. So now I'm working okay. on, I think I am working on Alberic's chapter four right now, but I haven't picked that up recently because my son has decided to start throwing electronics and I decided, oh, you know what? I don't want to have my switch out where my son is going to be throwing Ooh. electronics out. I'm currently using my really um semi-broken computer right now to record this episode after he threw it off of the kitchen table. So I'm just like, hmm. Yeah, let's keep the things I really don't want to use or don't really want to lose like out of his hands. So mostly I've actually. Mm-hmm. The things we'd exactly, rather have yeah. him not. So break. I went to one of my old 3DSs and I pulled up Pokemon Red and I just started playing Pokemon Red again. And I'm just like, ah, this is just nice. And, I, and I've been nice. watching videos of different glitches people can do in the first generation. And I've been trying to do that myself. And I'm just like, I am not this good. I can't figure out these glitches. Oh, no, I just ruined the save file. I got to start over again. Oh, well, it's Pokemon. I know how to play Pokemon at this point. So it's mm. like, eh, that's pretty <laughs> much how it is. So between those two games, I haven't been playing anything else, really. I mean, I beat Bravely Default 2. It's really good. You guys should play it at some point, sometime in the future when you have hours to do it. I beat it in 35 hours, and I felt like I did pretty much everything. So mm-hmm. like, it's really not a long game. I think it's actually mm-hmm. a pretty short burn versus the, you know, the 60 to 70 hours I put in both. Bravely Default and Bravely Second. So I started a new game plus on Bravely Default as well, and mm-hmm. I haven't really been back to that, but it's also been really fun. Just some good nostalgia. Um, and then uh, I just received this today from UPS. I didn't even realize it came out. Somehow I bought it, and I, I it just showed up. So it's a near Automata, ah. Automata, the end of Yorha edition for the Nintendo Switch. And I'm like, okay, I guess I have this. Mm. I'll play it sometime, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really it's curious to see how that plays on Switch because last time I played it on the Xbox, nice. it's like it ran great, but I don't know yeah. how it's going to run on the Switch. That sounds like it's going to be a little absurd. I, mm-hmm. you know, and that's been sort of the interesting thing about a lot of these Switch ports is that overall, by and large, some of them people are like, there's no way that this game should run as well mm-hmm. as it does on this system. Um, mm-hmm. I know that there's a few people who have, or a few studios that, I want to say Iron Galaxy is probably among them. Uh, 
that when they do like a port like uh to switch it's just like this thing is like it Hmm. they they just run immaculately okay like but Mm -hmm. which magic yeah it's witch magic yes Mm -hmm. iron galaxy i think did the diablo 3 port Mm -hmm. for switch um which that's not a super resource heavy game but i remember when i was playing on my switch i was like oh this runs really really well Mm -hmm. way better than Mm -hmm. it should um Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll, but, we'll see how that goes. And as yeah. far as anything else, I sweet. I'm still making my way through the Ultraman seasons. I'm on Ultraman Gaia right now. It's very weird, very different, very mm-hmm. odd. I did not expect it to be so strange. I'm about twenty ish episodes into that, and I, I I did the count. I've I've watched about six hundred fifty episodes yep. total, like in season, like I don't know, seventeen or eighteen seasons. So I've seen a lot. I've seen a few. You know, I'm I'm okay. a little over halfway. Yeah, I just think a couple. That's like, that's like almost as much. Like halfway through One Piece, I was going to actually make the One oh, Piece reference. I'm oh, I'm halfway oh, through no. One Piece as well. I'm over six hundred chapters you. in One Piece. No, dude, oh, wow. I love that's it. It's disgusting. so good. It is so good. Um, so good. One Piece. Nobody can say anything bad I about that. Bad. It's perfect show. It's a perfect franchise. I mean, other than the fact that you know everybody dresses really um weird, but you know female female designs. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is like, but same like, Xenoblade. it is beautiful. It is immaculate. It's made me like feel things I haven't felt before. Like, it pulls the emotions out of you. I was watching it with my son, and we were just like, "This is amazing!" And I dressed him up as Luffy like about two months ago, and I thought it was fun. So, One Piece is great. I cannot wait yeah. to catch up, and it's almost over. I think eventually. So we'll see. But other than that, nothing else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they say One Piece. One Piece is like that series that like I am it's not morbidly curious but I'm just like I just I want to I want to start it but also I'm like yo it's a thousand episodes just read the no, manga you. just read like, the manga so I don't oh, the art is so much better than the manga. you are an art guy you would love it the oh the line oh man you do that through you mm-hmm. do that through yep. the show and jump right out. on my phone too you can see everything um, oh, the sketch work that he does on his series is just immaculate like i've never seen such amazing detail and such amazing creativity mm. honestly in any manga period i'll see if mm. there's there's a version of that app for my uh kindle because that's actually when i read like digital comics. unfortunately like you can't get that app kindle. on the kindle i've tried it with the kindle fire and it does not work whatsoever yeah fart noises. you'd have to spend like six dollars for the digital versions and that's like 100 volumes so you know but it works really well on the phone oh. it really does like yeah. i promise you like it actually looks really nice and it's very easy to read mm. yeah that's the one thing I, and just i know we're sort of like off off topic but like i i really do like my kindle i have a kindle fire one of the newer ones and i really really like it um but yeah, there there are not a lot of there. I've noticed that sometimes when I'm looking for like a particular app or whatever, they're like, "No, right. we don't make anything for that." And I'm like, "That's uh, and it it makes sense because what they probably want you to do mm-hmm. is like use Comixology or something like that, which is right, t- you right. know, tied mm-hmm. to Amazon." Mm-hmm. Actually. It's One Piece not, might no. be on Comic. Trust me, I've done the research. Like Shonen Jump app is no, pretty not. much the only way. You can sideload <laughs> it, but I've never been able to figure out how to do it. So if you know how to do that, that's mm. great. 
but otherwise it's yeah. but i'm starting to buy all of the physical mm. volumes now too so i'm trying to buy one like maybe every week or two oh mm. see oh wow what what i might do right is try out mm-hmm. a few digitally and if i like it at that point in time what i'll do is i'll just buy like i'm sure that they have like trade paperback mm-hmm. volumes and i'll just buy them yeah. physically and wow and here's my one piece shelf <laughs> yeah pretty much wow and this is like you walk into the room and there's just this like 10 foot long shelf yeah. and it's like here's well, i've been all putting this piece. on the i've been putting oh. all the physical volumes in my classroom just for kids to see and it's just like you know these kids are watching mm. berserk my hero academia yep. all these super violent shows and i'm like here's one piece and oh yeah yeah Oh, Zark? I, I had a student last year that was reading all of the um, what is it, Junji Ito uh, comics. So like the really gruesome, gross stuff, and I'm just yeah. like, that is disgusting. Yeah. Here's One Piece. This is much better. Yeah. Wait, for, fourth that's grade? Like 10, yeah. Fourth grade? That's like ten. Yeah. yeah. You know how we were talking Nine, about 10? parenting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What parent? <laughs> what parent in their right mind? Like, okay, My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. fine. Like that's, I think you're, you're sort of like on the edge there. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I'd probably say like another year or two, like my, my nephew, he's like, he's like, yeah, I did let him watch. um, (laughs) Never mind. I can't, but I'm I'm the uncle. Uh I can do that crap. Mm -hmm. Like he's not my kid. Yeah. If he was my kid and he was like, I want to watch Jujutsu Kaisen, or <laughs> no, I'd be like, no, no, dude. <laughs> but, no. Dude, nah. You're berserk. Uh, you, 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 you better. I, I was going to make a One Piece joke. and I, I, <laughs> You have I, a I, lot of guts to ask me that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, that is insane that parents, like, okay, like, like I said, My Hero Academia, kind of like, yeah, like, yeah, it's not terrible. Like, yeah. But no, no. berserk? Dude, a, a ten-year-old like me as a as a thirty-year-old. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, dude, as a dude who like consu- like watched the original, like when I was in like my early to mid twenties. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 that's rough. That's mm-hmm. not content that a preteen should be consuming. That's why I have one piece. Uh, I. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just okay. like, um, and okay. I've had three kids yeah. come up to me like, <laughs> I sure. thought this was just a stupid pirate show that was just super wacky. Oh no, this is like the best thing ever. Please get every volume for us, please. And I'm just like, <laughs> it is a good <laughs> pirate is, show yes. that is super. It's wacky. fantastic. <laughs> Replace stupid with good, <laughs> dude. And I do like. I think I do. I actually prefer having the manga. Uh, like I, I've been collecting sort of like slowly mm-hmm. the One Punch Man. Um, from uh, I think that's the Shonen yeah. Jump imprint, um, but whoever, whoever's been printing those, like the, the English ones, I do. Mm-hmm. I just I like those. Like mm. one Saitama is is uh he's the best boy. He's bald mm. and he's dumb mm-hmm. and he's like the perfect hero. And he says okay, uh, and it's very mm. passive aggressive. It's great. Okay, yeah, yeah, pretty much. He's like he says okay, and then punches things to death with one punch what's not to love all right one punch i would just say i highly recommend uh, just read the yeah. first chapter and all right you'll get hooked immediately like i can guarantee it that first chapter is unbelievably all good. right um, the romance dawn one you have to look for that one specifically 
it should be chapter one and everything that you see. So, 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 so good. And that's the end of my talk. Okay. Well, Thanks. all right, Josh. Um, yeah. So what, what have you had on your backlog report, buddy? Uh, okay. So last time I talked about how I started Dragon Quest two. So I finished that up. Um, it's, Wait, you it's, finished that? It's, it felt pretty short. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Dragon Quest two. Just the, just the, I mean, I don't, I don't know how long uh, I put into it. I was following a guide for some of it because I do recognize that it's pretty obtuse at parts, uh-huh. um, especially oh, traveling yeah, we, uh-huh. different towns in order to. to like get you have to go looking for that one prince, yeah. right? Who always and, dies? Like, you have yes, to go, that like, stump. That's different... actually where I started. That's where I started. He wasn't too bad um, because I also don't mind grinding. Um, but I will say that, like the two, do- well. There was definitely a hierarchy of lever- levels um, where, the, you know, my main character was a few levels higher than the prince who was like six levels higher than than the female character because, I, I don't know, I, it just took me a while to, to pick them up. And maybe it's, you know, I don't know, I tended to grind when you have less characters in your party. So anyways, um, yeah, it, it was a good game. You know, last time, last episode, I mentioned how it reminded me of the original Final Fantasy. And I'm, I'm still sticking with that. Um, it gave me a lot of those vibes. Like, you can tell that this game, like, for what it did in the series, it's super cool adding more characters in your party like they they didn't do that in the first game so this was pioneering that um i also because of some you know digging that i did i recognize that this version that i played is a much easier version than the original version that the original nes version or famicom version whatever was very um lopsided and got super difficult at the end of the game where i did not experience that as badly you know there was some grinding to do at the end of the game but i actually went through the last castle and and didn't think that i was going to finish it but i wandered through and then i'm like oh i'm in the boss room um and just went for it and i beat it on on the first try so so it like that was easier than i had expected because i had heard it was just like ridiculously difficult and i I was (laughs) kind of holding on by a thread but still um Finish that up, and and it was fun. It was fun. It was fun, like comfort food. It's not anything that I would say you have to play, but I definitely enjoyed my time with it. Um, probably more than I expected, just because I had heard that two is kind of a low point. In in context, it's not, but going back to it, it can be. Like there's much better games in the series, but. I'd picked it up for a couple bucks last year, and so I wanted to play it, and it was a lot of fun. Dude, that I was like one of the hardest games sure. I've ever played in my life. So. I still have nightmares about that final boss area, <laughs> but I played it with really? the Game Boy Color, so like, okay, that was really hard. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So you, you don't have quick save have in that one, do you? Quick save? That's not actually a quick save. So, but okay. they kept a lot of the same AI yeah. and glitches. From the Famicom yeah. version and, or in the Nintendo version, so it was impossible. Like that gotcha. picture I just sent you was my game ninety five percent of the time, where the prince is dead and you are carrying his corpse <laughs> around, oh, and no. it is just it is every ten minutes it feels like. So the fact that you beat it so quickly makes me jealous. <laughs> makes me kind of want to go back and play the other one, but never actually want to touch it again. To be perfectly honest, so we'll see how that goes. Ah, uh, 
Oh. Well, yeah, you will you will have a much better time with okay. with this more recent version too. Um, because yeah, it, it was not it definitely toned down the difficulty. And again, I did follow a guide, which I am not wont to do. Um, but I I also recognize I didn't want to just be going back and forth between towns to pick up on some minor detail. So now I was just like, I'll I'll just do what this tells me to do because I clearly <laughs> don't know where I'm going. I actually stumbled into a um I, I, I had gone out of order. I think maybe it was before I got the female character, but I think it was before I got the prince. I went out of order and like actually went into a dungeon and got an item that I was supposed to get mm, after I got okay. the prince mm-hmm. with just my main character because I was grinding in there because I'm like, whoa, this is difficult. So mm-hmm. I need to gain a couple levels. Because that's what you do in a, in an early JRPG, um, in some some uh, you know modern JRPGs also. But anyways, anyways, th- that's when I recognized like okay, I do need a guide. Like I'm I am that dumb because this this open world is not is not helping me direct me to where I, I need to be going or where the game wants me to go. So, but anyways, yeah, it was a good time. Um, it's not it doesn't come like highly recommended or anything like that from me. I just enjoyed my time with it quite a bit. Like more so than I was expecting, um, but you know there there has been some some hype, especially on this podcast as we've talked about you know different games coming out. Um, Nate, you gave me the idea, and so I I just went ahead. My next game, I jumped into Valkyria Chronicles. Valkyria Chronicles, um, and <laughs> and uh, it's you disgust it's game. me. <laughs> yes, I try. Uh, <laughs> I've been working on that joke for like a week now. Um, you, it was, you've it was, been waiting with bated breath the entire yes, time. You're like, I cannot true. wait to unload this on Nate and just watch I him just like the text. scorn, like just pour <laughs> out of him. Like, just like, <laughs> I'm just going to, he's going to radiate disappointment. Well, it's okay, Nate, because mm-hmm. I do have the mm-hmm. PSP version. So, you know, <laughs> I will I, revel I will in it. Pick up the slack. Yeah. Of profile. Oh. I, I can't remember which one it is, but nice. I do have the PSP copy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I don't think I actually own any any version. Uh, it is one that, yeah, it would be fun to pick up. But but I played through a good amount of Valkyria Chronicles on PS3, but I picked it up on Switch maybe a month or two ago when it was on some crazy sale. And I'm like, I will definitely, like I would, my PS3 sounds like a jet engine and it feels mm-hmm. like it's going to explode every time I turn it on. And uh, I don't want to be tied down. Uh, to the TV when I play this. I really enjoy the game, but I haven't played it in like months at this point, maybe even a year. Um, but I, I enjoyed my time with it. And I was like, I, I'm willing to start this game over just so that I can play it handled on the Switch while I'm on the elliptical. And so that's what I've been playing. I'm like five hours of game time in. However, uh, there there is certainly some some time that has not been tracked in game because of deaths. And, and losing some maps already, mm. but I do, uh, man. It is it is such a cool little game because it kind of takes the tactical elements um, of of something like I mean Fire Emblem, but but also sort of like um, what's the other one like the the wars, mm. the Famicom wars and stuff like that. Advanced Wars um, was the first ones to come over here in America. It takes that that idea, but then makes it more. You're actually controlling your characters in a third person version so you choose your character on the map and then it goes into third person mode and so you run around the field and you choose who to shoot at and stuff like that so 
Um, it's I there, really there like are even the like technical there are tech tactical mm-hmm. elements to that. Mm-hmm. Like you you know you you can take cover and all sorts of stuff. Yep. I yep. I really like that game. Uh, okay. Did you finish it? Have you finished it? Not not when I owned it. Um, okay. I I bought it. So friend of the show Parker had it. He's the mm-hmm. he was my exposure on PS3. I think I sort okay. of. And I actually don't know if I even beat it on his PS3, but I played the mess. I played a whole bunch of it. Um, Sweet. I, I really like that game. It's, it's one of those things where I have like a fancy steelbook version of it for my PS4. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, nice. I really like this game. I'm going to get around to it someday. And I <laughs> have not done that thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I had put it down forever just because I had it on PS3. Mm-hmm. Um, but now playing it on Switch, it plays really well. I mean, it's a PS3 game, you know. It's it's not like you'd expect any any kind of problems there. Um, but I've I've gotten to a point. I thought I had put in like a dozen hours. Turns out, you know, I'm five hours into the game and I'm right about where I was before. Well, you um, probably put in so a dozen hours. Just <laughs> yeah, deaths. It's yeah. it's not counting all mm-hmm. the the fail states and your deaths. Yeah. 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 Well, and the and the game does this thing where if you if you do the battle, if you do the the map, um you cannot go back and replay it. And it also grades you. So, yep. if I yep. get, you know, a C or a D, I'm like, do I really want to save my progress? Or do I want to just go reload because this What's game is mocking time? me? C's or D's get degrees? I can't remember. So. <laughs> D's yeah. get degrees, baby. There you go. Yeah, lots of people go to college for seven years. Now, I did try to play that game, and it reminded me of a not as interesting version of Codename Steam. I don't know if you ever played that on the 3DS. It's like pretty pretty much the same exact game. I really I liked that game. It, it was really it. fun, except it got really yes. really hard. But like Valkyrie, uh, what is Chronicles, just didn't grab me the same. Okay, way. but I do have it on like every other yeah. system, so I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, maybe I should try it sometime. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I own Codename Steam because that one was like bargain bin for a good long time, um, which is a shame because I've heard it's really good, but I, I mm-hmm. haven't actually played it. I wanted to play Valkyria first. I think I picked up a Codename Steam for like 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like brand new cheap. 10 bucks. Abraham yep. Lincoln is in a yep. mech. Come on. <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah. How cool. How cool is that? It's steampunk um, alternate, alternate history kind of mm-hmm. nonsense. And my understanding is Nintendo wanted to make it like a series, right. mm-hmm. but the first one did so poorly that they just kind of dropped it, which, yeah, it's a, it's a darn shame. Um, the other thing about Valkyria Chronicles, though, is that um, it uses like this story, not storybook, but almost like a, a well, it's, it actually uses the title Chronicles in the way that the, ti- the game is presented. Like yeah. it tells you yeah. up front, like this is the history of this region. I think the storybook sort of, it's it's not a storybook, but yeah. No. It's very similar in sort of like, like, yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. It goes through chapters in order to, mm-hmm. to access different menus. You go to a different tab. So you like change mm-hmm. the book and, and stuff like that. And so it's like telling you, this is the chronicles of, you know, th- it's, it's almost like the history of this place, which is pretty cool. I appreciate that presentation, especially coming off something like Xenoblade Chronicles, which like they, they just pulled that name out of nowhere. And, 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 and rightfully so, like it was supposed to, the first game was supposed to, it was supposed to have a completely different title. Uh, but 
you know, there's nothing really chronicled in those games, whereas this one actually uses that. So this is one thing that I recognize that I appreciate trying to trying to recognize more in my video games, right? Something like that. But anyways, now I am waxing poetic about uh, about the games. That's really all that I've been playing. Um, in terms of reading, I have, uh, you know, especially since our last episode, talking about it being Lord of the Rings season, I wanted some good Lord of the Rings stories, so I went to the source, and I've been listening to uh, uh, The Fellowship of the Ring once again. Um, so that is a lot of fun, uh, listening to that. I also picked something else up that... Um, Wes might recognize. Uh, Pick this up from the library. Uh, it's it's the Pokemon Adventures manga. My heart. Um, and, and I had I had gotten it um, digitally from the from the library before and read a couple chapters and then just fell off. And so I'm hoping now that I have it physically from the library that uh, it'll give me more of an incentive when it's like staring at me. I'm like yes, I need to I need to continue because I enjoy it. Uh, I just haven't gotten very far in it. So. Second greatest manga um, of all those time. Those are some of the things that I'm... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. And and I don't have to wait into a thousand chapters. Or wait, do I? Uh, I don't know. I How mean, long? It's been going on for a long time. It's like 60-something it? volumes. So, I mean, it's it's past oh Dragon Ball. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, man. Well, there you go. That's that's uh, some of the stuff that I have been reading uh, in terms of watching. I have been watching a television show that I'm I'm like a decade late to this train. And I also, I need to preface this, that I cannot in good conscience recommend it um, because it does push the envelope. It's from, it's from Comedy Central, okay? But it's this show called Nathan For You. If you've ever, if you haven't heard of it, it's this comedian. He went to business school, uh, and so he has a business degree. And so he goes and he helps struggling small businesses by giving them crazy ideas uh, for people to come to his business. So something like, um, there's there's a frozen yogurt shop. Well, how about you create a poop flavored ice uh, uh, frozen yogurt and start selling it? Then people will come. Just because you are the place, they're they're like this can't be real, but they'll show up just to try this or to 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 see if it's real, and, and have it. Or there's there's another episode where there's this antique shop, and it happens to be across the street from a pub. Okay, so his idea is we're gonna stay open 24 hours. We're gonna we have a strict uh, you break it you buy it policy. We're gonna stay open 24 hours. And we're gonna make we're we're gonna get everything a bit closer together. Maybe put some of the antiques kind of on the edge of the shelves, make it closer together. And we're gonna start giving out free pizza at 11 p.m. every night in the back of the store. So you might make <laughs> some more sales uh, because you break it, you buy it. So it's 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 things like this. There are different schemes on how now, to how, do how these to, schemes work yeah. though. Sometimes, some of the times they do, and some of the times they don't. Uh, one is this realtor. Uh, he rebrands her as the ghost realtor because she can guarantee that all of her houses are, are not haunted because she has people come out and make sure that there are no ghosts. The problem with that is that one of the houses that she has listed, she has a, a you know a medium or whatever come out and finds out there are ghosts. So then they have to get a, a priest to come out and. Uh, 
you know, exercise. And then, and then she reveals that she's had an experience with ghosts before. So she needs to get an exorcism in order to be the ghost realtor. So there are some episodes that kind of go down the rabbit hole like that. And, uh, it is very, very funny, and and the the comedian is very dry. He's he's almost like nerdy and very socially awkward. That's the character that he plays. Um, however, there are a few episodes that push the limit that 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 have some material that is not for children. Um, it's it's yeah yeah. There's just that. So take caution. Uh, it's on Hulu if you want to check it out but I cannot give it a full recommendation uh, because don't watch it around your kids. That's all. But mm. I have found it to be very funny. Um, anyways, well, I know what I'm watching that's for the next enough week, for me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds, it does sound very interesting. Let me know what you think of it. All right. Because I, I am hooked. And like I said, I'm like a decade late to this party because it was, it was like, yeah, it was made like 10 years ago. So, Nate! Cool. What about you? Uh, what do you uh, to like I said, uh, Mother Three has pretty much uh, over the the course of the last couple of weeks, uh, just the bulk of my energy. I actually was trying to after I finished it earlier today. I was like, uh, maybe I'll sit down and just sort of like burn through Portal for the book club. I did not do that. I just sort of actually I've been watching this. It was. Uh, there was a service, and I can't remember. It might have been on Verve, um, but it's from Frederator St- Studios, and it's called Being Puppycat. It's on Netflix. It's super dumb, super absurd. Like it, it is like Nate bait. Um, I like weird stuff. Um, and so I've been watching that, but it's like I'm actually. I think I'm going to go back to the beginning and start it over again because at first I was like, "Oh, this is just kind of mindless and like kind of weird." And it, um, but then it seems like there's a little bit more to it than just the mindless weird. Um, so I'm at least going to go back a couple episodes because I was sort of like, uh, Megan and I. You guys ever watched the the, the anime Erased? Um, Heard of it? It was. Uh, it's on Hulu. It might have been on Netflix. It's sort of like it's like twelve episodes. It's just like one season. It's sort of a time, like travel story slash mystery sort of thing. It's really cool. Um, it's like one of those ones that actually sort of years ago when I watched it, sort of actually turned me back on to anime. Because um, I was sort of like I was like, in 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 some ways, I still am that this dude. It's like Cowboy Bebop is like that's my jam. I watch Cowboy Bebop and that's about it anymore. And maybe, maybe some Neon Genesis Evangelion or something like that. But Erased is really good. It's, it's kind of really wholesome. It's really sweet. Um, it's a little sad, um, but not in a bad way. Like, um, it's not going to like rip your, your guts out and like make you sob like uh, your lie in April or anything like that. Um, but would you recommend it to a 10 year old? Erased? No. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, mostly because n- not <laughs> Berserk, uh, <laughs> just, just Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, uh, geez, yeah. Sorry. He's a, my, my nephew is a little older than that. Um, but Erased, it, it does handle some fairly uh, heavy and not because like anything, it's not crass or really crude, but it, it is a little heavy. 
um, there's some mature content in just the sense that, and again, there's nothing like explicit, or, but just the, the actual subject material requires, I think, some maturity. Um, I actually watched that with Megan. And she like, you know, my wife is not even weeb adjacent. So like the fact that she sort of sat down and, and watched this thing just sort of speaks to the the power of of the narrative. Um mm. lastly, something I totally do not recommend for small ears or eyes, but for people This who, is a running theme. Yeah. Uh people I've I've been kind of in just, just like I want something I've been, yeah, uh, and 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 there are parts of this show that I probably should not have watched, um, but I watched uh, the cyberpunk anime on okay. Netflix, okay. Mm-hmm. and it's awesome. Trigger Studios That's- did it. Um, awesome animation. That world, like the world of cyberpunk uh, and Night City, is just horrific and compelling. And I just, I was really, I was just sort of enchanted by the spectacle of it all. And again, it's, it's something, this is not it's super not for kids and it's not really as explicit as you might expect. Um, I think the the few times it does sort of have some adult graphic material, it's fairly tasteful. Um, but the violence and the just the sort of like the the for like the grittiness of it is at an 11 like it's uh, the 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 sexual content is is almost is almost fairly unnoticeable um it is really yeah. just the it is like the violence um mm-hmm. is just unhinged um Gotcha. But like if for for those who sort of possess like the ability to like you know, handle those things well, they not go berserk. Yeah, see. and not not go berserk. Um it's it's got some I, I think it's a it's a really sort of super interesting vignette. Actually kind of makes me want to play the game a little bit. Um, because it's like that sort of compelling of a narrative. It is really sort of a very quick. Uh, I I I want to say there's like seven or eight episodes. It doesn't. It sort of like just burns through them, and it just burns through the story. But it's a really uh, a really compelling sort of vignette, sort of a, like sort of slice of life from this 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 kid David. It's a. Uh, I, I thought it was it was really cool. Just I can't. It's like there's caveats everywhere on that one. It's like, listen, mm. if you're easily offended by language, by um, sexually oriented, yeah. And again, just a full disclosure: the 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 sort of the sexually explicit content is pretty mild, um, given that sort of context. I was because I was fully prepared to just like just bounce right out. Um, yeah. But it was like when it did pop up, it was like not super crass or exploitative, or I don't, I don't know, maybe exploitative. But it was just like, eh, eh, you know, Game of Thrones. Yeah. This is not all right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, but like I said, the, the 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 sort of the the big warnings or the like the the sort of the areas that I would caution people is like it's very very violent. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. M- maybe even to a point where I would say unhelpfully so. Um, which I think kind of is not really refreshing, but I d- do think it's challenging because I think sometimes in, in some some of this media, right, we sort of see violence and it's just sort of like glossed over. It's like, oh, he got shot and maybe there's like a little bit of red coming off him. It's like, <laughs> they, they were like, no, we're, we're going to like. There's, th- there's quite a bit of red. Yeah, there's quite a bit there's of red. red. Uh, and some... <laughs> Some of it gets a little chunky, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, I there, like I said, I didn't feel like even that was like, I, I don't know. I, I really appreciate it. It's a, mm-hmm. like I said, a really interesting world, interesting setting. So mm-hmm. again, don't super like recommend that one, yeah. but yeah, for sure. Um, just sort of like, uh. As far as I've I've been listening to some stuff, I was sort of like uh, I haven't started my serious reading yet, um, but I'm kind of looking here. I I did start so the Knight and the Wizard um, by Gene Wolfe. It's a duology. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's cool, super cool. Gene Wolfe is you know Patrick Miller sort of like he was like I'm I'm reading. Gene Wolfe. And I was like, I know who Gene Wolfe is. And I was like, mm-hmm. I actually have some of his stuff in my Audible library that I haven't listened to yet. And I was ah. like, oh. So that's what I'm doing. It's cool. Yeah, nice. um, I'm going to be starting some other reading in earnest, but uh, that, like I said, uh, that, as, as far as media goes, that's sort of where I've been at. Um, my beatdown score, I have to sort of look at this, mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. did, well, I mean, I, I, I beat so today I did beat mother three. Um, and this is something actually, since I have you guys on here, what all would be, and I, I'm not trying to like sort of make, but like when I was looking at sort of like the completion thing and I was sort of like, cause I have that, that physical, actually this thing, um, oh, Patreons, yeah. if you're watching the video, the, the physical, uh, guide, walkthrough like wow i fought i think pretty much everything in there like i did yeah i just like when i would start to get stuck i would just like dig into the uh the guide and be like okay like what what do i need to do oh that's what it is Mm -hmm. um but what would you like what would you qualify as a completion for mother three wes I'm not really sure how to even like quantify that with this game, honestly, because there's like really not a whole yeah. lot to collect. I mean, gosh, I, I mean, fighting, uh, well, fighting and, every and enemy maybe, and collecting all the items, but like that just seems kind of completely pointless and completely like against the theme of the game. Well, to be perfectly honest, so it's like you kind of don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is like I did. I think all of the like the extra fights, like I I like the rare enemies that you can fight and stuff like that. Like I went down and I was just like, ah, since I'm in here, like I'm gonna like poke around. I mean, and, there is a bestiary, correct? I could be wrong. I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah mean, I don't know, but like to hundred percent that you have to actually have snuck up on everything too, apparently. And some of those animals are really or monsters are really hard to sneak up on. Right. Yeah. Um. So I don't, I mean, I mean, I, I would look at it like a telltale game. Did you beat the ultimate chimera? What's that? 
Did you, you beat the ultimate Camaro? You can't fight him because he just okay. eats you. Gotcha. Okay. I did, however, sneak past him to get the the amazing ring or whatever it was. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I ran back out of that bathroom and ran <laughs> like like a little girl. Like a little girl. Like holding my GBA, my 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 Game Boy Advance SP, and like actually feeling like like I, I could feel myself. I noted at the time I was like, oh, I'm actually like stressed out. Mm-hmm. Like this is like <laughs> doing some work on me. Um that stupid thing that is just basically a giant hinge jaw on legs. Right. Um, mm-hmm. It's scurry. Yeah. Um, honestly. Well, and I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I would just say, just, like, I just throw it out there because like, I was like half tempted to sort of make an argument, but let me, let me ask you this. Do you guys think it's, it's cheap of me to be like, no, I'm, I'm going to take a point for completion on this because I pretty much fought everything. And, do you, do you think that that's, I mean, I'm going to take a point for beating it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I think making the appeal for the extra, the extra point, I was like, uh, I think the fact that I feel a little like, should I even like push this is like maybe an indicator that like, uh, eh, I probably should just take the point for beating it and move on. Yeah. Cause yeah, I think you'd have to make a strong case as to what completion, uh, completion was. is. Yeah. And what that criteria consists of. Yeah. Which isn't really like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, this, this coming from the guy who, who finished a couple Kunio-kun games, mm-hmm. so I get that it doesn't have to be a ton of extra time. Um, right. But... Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like if you basically right? like beat all the enemies at that point, it's like... I, I don't even know what yeah. the 100% I, would be, honestly, other than filling up the bestiary. Yeah, I just uh, that and that was kind of like I was thinking about it today, and it was sort of a. Anyways, oh wait, okay. all that being said, man, Reddit has a thing. It says, "What are the rules for completing one hundred percent completing Mother 3? Uh This guy says, "Every gift box, every memory drop, every front and back me- battle memory, maxed out levels, the mouse quests." Okay, that sounds absurd. Okay, oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. do all that. I mean, I did. I did a lot of like the side quests. I did like the mouse quests, and but it's like every memory box and all that stuff now. No. Um, no, I like this uh, game. So, all the fireworks, but I don't like this game that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, how many fireworks are there? Because I got like three. I don't. I, don't, I was kidding around. I think so I got like three, at like least. The ones two. Anyways, um, so my beatdown score, and it, there's actually something that I forgot that, <laughs> like, Uh-oh. this is how how broken my brain is. That that game, Pondbarian. Um. Yes. Yes. I right. did plop down five bucks. So, and mm-hmm. I've I've been playing that. Um. I don't know if it really has like a beat state, but I did beat sort of like the main campaign one time. Um. There's like three dungeons that you go through, and there's like these like you go through like eight stages. Uh I don't know. I don't feel comfortable taking a beat point for that yet. I think after I do. A little bit more with that, maybe I'll I'll make an argument for having beaten the game. Mm-hmm. But so, anyways, I picked up Pombarian. Uh, I plopped down five bucks for that, and because I'm still playing it, so I take positive one and positive one puts me at. I had been at negative five on the beatdown, puts me at negative three. But I did just beat Mother Three today, so I'm back to negative four. All mm-hmm. so many dynamics just moving all back and forth and. 
What's he going to beat? What's he going to buy? Nobody knows, uh, including him sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, speaking of the backlog beatdown, uh, let's just sort of move right into it. GG is the official app of the backlog beatdown. And if you guys don't know what GG is, uh, one, it's a, a game tracking uh, app developed by our friend Charles Watson. And it's basically sort of like, he likes to compare it to Letterboxd. It's a Letterboxd-style app for your game collection. Uh, you can create custom lists. You can rate and review games. You can populate uh, a feed and see what your friends are playing. Um, there's a ton of stuff. Um, and if you want access to early builds and a special role in his Discord server, you can actually uh, get there's a premium tier. It's uh, called the Elite tier, I believe. And it's five bucks a month or 50 bucks a year. Uh, we really like the GG app. And again, like I said, we like it so much that it's the official app of the Backlog uh, Beatdown, our yearly meta. And uh, we think it's, it's, a, it's a cool little piece of tech that Charles is putting together over there. Cool little kit. And, uh, you know, we like what, it, what he's doing over there. And we really think you guys should check it out. Other things that we, you know, would maybe hope that you check out. We have a Patreon because that's what you do if you have a podcast. You have a Patreon, right? It's like, <laughs> give us money, please. Um, man, wow. Until they, hopefully not that annoying. Until they double charge you. <laughs> What's that? Those jerks. Oh yeah. The, apparently, there's been some some issues there, uh, but typically there aren't any issues with that. Uh, it, but. Uh, our Wes is a, is a patron and, uh, for as little as a buck a month, you can sort of be in that crowd too. patrons get, uh, early and uncut access to all of these, these, uh, th there's a special RSS feed for patrons. Uh, there's a video feed via the, the Patreon that you can have access to. There's access to Josh and I, where you guys have like, there's a special role in our discord server and a special chat. And a lot of times we'll sort of. Uh, bounce stuff off our patrons uh, more so than the general community. Not to say that the general community is bad or whatever. They're great. We love them too. It's just, you know, you know, certain people pay to hear us talk or paid for us to hear them talk. Um, and another thing you can do, and it's sort of actually what we're doing here tonight, is uh, patrons have uh, the opportunity to nominate either a topic for us to to talk talk about and they can come on that episode and sort of chew the fat with us or they can nominate a game for us to play and wes nominated mother three um and that's why we're talking about it tonight uh, did i miss anything there josh is there anything else as the as far as the patrons go that i should be because some no, sometimes i, think, I forget I that things. was everything yeah. West, no, I, did I miss anything? Well, I mean, you don't have to just limit yourself to one dollar. You could, like, you know, go go the big, you know, fiver or the you know big ten dollar bill or even a hundred dollars. Oh, you know, oh. I mean, look how much content you get per month. So much content. Wow. Wow. You could pay as much as you, you want. There's no limit, guys. Come on. I, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there is no limit. It is we do uh, sort of just treat it more as, of like a tip jar. And if you like what we do, and you feel like throwing us a couple bucks, that's a way you can do it. Um, you know. So lastly, uh, and and here's Wes. We're sort of double dipping for you, but uh, Wes, alongside us and the artist currently known as the Techno Funk Boy, our friend Paul Lytle, you are a proud member of the Playwell Network, or maybe you're not so proud about it. I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I assume I feel like pride is a sin. So, you know, I, I am I am blessed <laughs> to be a member. 
Oh, the fight won't. Uh, he's, hmm. he's he's fortunate, hmm. and uh, God's God's provision has been kind. Exactly, it's sort of uh, putting him in the same group as us. Oh, that's that's that is pretty high praise, there, buddy. Um, but yeah, we're all members of the Playwell Network, uh, which is just a, a network of podcasts that sort of where we were sort of like we're trying to engage entertainment and the the idea of playing well. Um, so with all that being said, hey, check out their stuff. We we love those guys. Uh, we're friends with those guys. I mean, and we would say that even if Wes wasn't on here. But uh, in light of that, I, I'm sure that, you know, we have like a, a bumper or a spot for uh, one of them. So uh, here's that. Hey there, I'm Wes, and I run the Henshin Dab Podcast. If you don't know what that is, well, it's a one-man show where I talk about all the things that you need to know about the tokusatsu genre from Japan. If you've seen shows like Power Rangers and Ultraman, then you've seen tokusatsu. And I just happen to think those types of shows are pretty cool. So come on over and take a listen as I discuss all the current and retro happenings in the genre. You can find it over at anchor.fm forward slash henshindad. I'll see you there, and don't forget, henshin a go-go, baby! And we're back. All right, so tonight, going to be talking about Mother 3. Um, you all know, three of them. all, all three mothers. Mm-hmm. Um, actually mm-hmm. we're just going to be talking about the third mother, mm-hmm. not the first mother, the second mother, but the third mother, which, which is mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Um, just a, a bit of a brief aside that, uh, you had earthbound beginnings or mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you had earthbound, which was technically mother two. And then you have mother three. Yep. Um, so it's like, it goes mother earthbound mother three. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then the original mother, like I said, is now known as earthbound beginnings, but yeah. And in some places in the internet, call it earthbound Two. Mm-hmm. mother three is earthbound Two. So that's, See, that's interesting there as well. Yeah. And, and the other interesting bit is, you know, what I mentioned, uh, They're a little bit to be earlier, wrong, Josh, the, the, if the, if they want to mm-hmm. be, you know, the creators can be wrong if they want to. Um, how how Earthbound was renamed because it was it's the least mother. It's interesting because Earthbound, I was going to say Earthbound two, Mother two is is kind of a soft remake, not quite, not quite, but it but it is very similar to Mother one, except with less mother in it. Mm-hmm. There's not quite as much mother. Mm-hmm. The, the Only fifty percent no. less mothers. Uh huh. Yeah. There's there's a weird like like fetus picture at the end of the game, but not not much mother mm. going on. Mm. Not like mother one and three. So, but but that's just how yeah, it goes. You know. Well, let's let's get into the back of the baseball card. And Wes, I did want to just say thank you for putting all this together. Um, he has set the bar high, future guests. Just so you know, like he did a lot of the footwork for me, and uh, that's why he's now my he's awesome. he's my favorite guest. The rest of you have a lot of work to do. So until next episode, um, I'll wear that title until. until <laughs> uh, but uh, back of the baseball card. So just the facts here. Uh, originally released April twentieth, two thousand and six, uh, for the Game Boy Advance. It's also available on the the Japanese Wii U uh, as a virtual console title, which is actually how we came to sort of like. Because there's some that's interesting, that's mm-hmm. how I own it as well, um, and how I felt comfortable using the repro cart that I had purchased years ago. Um, mm-hmm. It is a JRPG mostly, 
uh, as a, as a general rule, yeah, I'd say pretty. Uh, there are some interesting segments, and we we can get get into that. That I think sort of break with maybe a traditional JRPG mm-hmm. a little bit. But uh, anyways, developed by Brownie Brown, uh, now known as One Up Studio and Hal Labs. Mm-hmm. It, it directed by Nobuyaki Inoue. Apparently, someone who, this uh, this individual worked on the Saga games, Legend of Mana, Live I Live, or Live Alive, or, or how did how did you say? Raivu, Raivu, Raivu. I can't even make my mouth make those noises. Raivu, um, Raivu. So uh, you, know, the, you know, the director's been around a little bit. Here's here's the big name though, writer uh, Shigesato Itoi. Um, so he's responsible for Earthbound and the uh, Earthbound Beginnings and Earthbound or Mother and Earthbound. Um, but he's he's a bit of an interesting character. Um, I don't know a ton about him, but he's like kind of famous mm-hmm. in Japan in a way. Like, yeah, it's like if I had to describe him, it's kind of a weird way to describe him. But he's like a kind of like a corporate Stephen King style like figure where he's famous for having written things. He wrote like jingles for commercials. He's a copywriter and he's more mm. recently within the last like 20 years, basically since some other three has been done and all that he's been putting out this very like high end collection of journals, which is all about like lifestyle and Eastern philosophy and basically the same types of things that Marie Kondo is into. So he's just a very interesting, like he is definitely an artist with all the good and bad that that entails in today's day and age. But he's, he's an interesting <laughs> bloke, let me tell you. And his journals are like, he, he just puts like top notch journals out. Like these are fully worth the money. And if you can get one of those, it's great. But that's pretty much what he's famous for now. Yeah. You've shared links to those journals before. And one of these years I might pull the trigger on, because uh, they are, they are very handsome. Mm-hmm. Um, They're very true. handsome. And he is also very handsome. Uh, so, you know, it works. Oh, well, I, I've never actually uh, knowingly gazed upon a picture or a portrait of Shigesato Itoi, but um, <laughs> maybe maybe I'll have to rectify that. But uh, the composer, lastly, was uh, uh, Shogo Sakai, um, and who apparently composed and arranged a ton of Nintendo music, especially for Smash Brothers. So... Um, mm. Some interesting little like you know tidbits and trivium that Wes pulled out here for us. Uh, it was originally developed for the Super Nintendo and eventually the Nintendo sixty four. And I actually saw mm-hmm. uh, screenshots yep. for the sixty four version, and that was hideous. <laughs> I'm very glad that they yeah. did not go down that road. It was very it was, Nintendo sixty four. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And technically, it, it was for the sixty four DD. Mm-hmm. It was it was for the disc drive. Is what it was being developed for. It so, was so that terrifying. Was part of the reason, not <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, sixty four early yeah. sixty four models. You know, the, like the first promo video for uh, for Zelda for Ocarina of Time. You know, it's it's very much that it, kind dude, of like model. I know Ocarina Ooh. of Time. As much as I will yeah. dog on that, looked. <laughs> 10 times better than anything they showed for Earthbound 64. Oh, yeah. No, no, but have you seen the original like promo for it where Uh-oh. where Link is using the downward slash mm-hmm. against Ganon? Yeah. That, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Not not the finished polished Ocarina. No, no, no. It, it Which is weird cuz this would have been a late um, 64 game too. So it's like eek. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, cuz it's the disc mm-hmm. drive, but uh that thing 
got can't. So, so yeah, I mean, we don't necessarily have to go into it. The disk drive was a peripheral for the Nintendo 64 that was only released in Japan that just added, you know, it was basically like the expansion back, you know, it, it allowed you Matures to Mask play actually discs. started out as a, a disk drive expansion. Mm-hmm. What, so what did? Majora's Mask for, was going oh, okay. to be, yeah. and then yeah. sort of became its own thing. Yeah. But yeah. So after the, the disk drive didn't, didn't catch on basically um they they scrapped the 64 version of this game yeah and my understanding is they they didn't the, it was years later when they picked up the the when they decided to actually make the game like they totally just canceled it outright and they were like yeah no okay we will go ahead and try this but let's try it on game boy advance mm-hmm. yeah which i i frankly you know, and and this is something that we can get into, but playing it, I was like, one, the the sprite works beautiful. Oh yeah. But I was also like thinking about like, you know, if they ever did bring this to the states, I think they should do it in that that Link's Awakening, mm-hmm. the new Link's Awakening engine. Mm-hmm. Like, interesting. Definitely. That I feel like that is like almost a perfect sync up to me. Um, mm. but. So yeah, it's it you know like I said, well like you said Josh rather, um that the 64 version was scrapped and eventually, you know, years later they sort of like dug it up and brought it out and released it on the Game Boy Advance, which is arguably one of my favorite handhelds of all time. Um but mm-hmm. what's kind of interesting about it is it's never officially been released or translated um into English. That the the fan tra- the translation that we all played uh, is a fan translation. And what's really kind of interesting about that fan translation is that Nintendo, who tends to be fairly uh, litigious when it comes to their properties, doesn't say anything mm-hmm. about this. Nintendo has never pulled down this game. Um, like the, You can find this fan translation in multiple places, and... Nintendo just kind of leaves it alone, which is just that's really interesting to me. Um, yeah, because I mean, sometimes like it's like they just it's like if you use the the name of one of their properties, they're just like, nope, right, you're gonna shut that down or we're gonna sue you into oblivion. Um, or yeah. if, like even if you have something that's like sniffing at like Metroid or one of their prime properties or mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda or whatever, they're just yeah. like, no, thank you. you. Yeah. And Prime Pokemon properties. too. Prime like, properties. Like, Ooh. Um, I did so, not do that on purpose, yeah. but yes. Yeah, they, Pokemon. They, they certainly yeah. they keep their their um, IPs like close to the chest. So so yeah, they're gonna sue so that they can hold to that standard for anyone. Um, I I would say that 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 just goes to show that they're not gonna they're not gonna release this game yeah. in English. Um, I believe, and I could be wrong about this, that the translator, and I believe this is Tomato. I could be wrong on that. Um, that that the principal translator and in, in the team who has made the the English translation, um, not only are they like they they actually work as Japanese like they do this mm-hmm. <laughs> for for official games, um, and that's why this this translation is so good. But they have gone on record as saying, Nintendo, if you want to use this translation to bring the game over, you're welcome to it. You don't have to pay us. Just use what we've already created. Mm-hmm. Again, I could be wrong about that, but my understanding is they have, like, they want to see this game come to America. Yeah, right, they don't yeah. just want it to be a ROM. Mm-hmm. Um, I think but, I've, I've heard that yeah, as well. Nintendo has been quiet so, on that front. I mean, except for Reggie. Yeah. Reggie uh, made fun of the Mother 3 fans. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, and this just sort of moves, and we sort of hit on some of this, but yeah, the unofficial translation was released in 2008 by the Starman.net community, which is one of the largest Earth band, Earth, Earth band, uh, <laughs> Earthbound fan bases mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. It's been iterated on ever since, and Nintendo has not yet sent them a, a cease and desist uh, to pull down the, the, the fan patch. Um, and this is very, very positively reviewed and and beloved by people worldwide. Like this is sort of like mm-hmm. the definition of cult classic Nintendo games. Like the yeah. people who are into this game are into it rapidly. So, um, yeah, a little bit, uh, yeah, <laughs> just just a wee bit. And <laughs> and and honestly, you know, sort of playing through it, I can I can see why. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but let's get it's, it's kind of it's kind of breaking into into kind of our initial thoughts. But I I do think that this game does some things that that uh, video games hadn't at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it tackles some issues, not even necessarily very deeply, but it at least touches on some themes and portrays certain events in ways that I have not seen in in all my years of gaming, mm-hmm. um, even yeah. going back mm-hmm. to it yeah. today. So, yeah. so I think there's good reason, even if I, I'm not necessarily one of, one of those rabid fans, I think there's good reason for this game. It is certainly something special. So, yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, I definitely sort of recognize this sort of the charm and, you know, it's a word that I, the almost like the genius of it um mm-hmm. i also recognize like it's like it kind of just didn't hit for me for whatever reason 100 mm-hmm. percent. like i really enjoyed it um but like let's since we're sort of spinning into this anyways like let's let's kind of move into context i i personally don't have a ton to sort of like weigh in on uh i bought sort of that repro cart um off of uh alibaba at mm-hmm. one point in time mm-hmm. yeah uh, i was like five ten bucks or something like that and then it was china. like i don't know if from china uh before <laughs> they, before they went full communist because uh, you'd never go full communist um before Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, back when their market was a little more open than it it is you know um but yeah, uh, it was a bad joke, and I know it was. Like, don't judge me. Um, Fix it in post. But I just kind of like I hit a point where it's like, because I think that was actually pretty instrumental and in really challenging me to look at my position on emulation mm. and how do I feel about that. And you know, we've we've had conversations about that. Um, but that that was really it. Like, I don't have a lot of history with the series in general. Um, whereas Josh, I know that you do have a little bit more history with just the mother and earthbound games than mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, uh, Wes, you as well. So, but it, it's funny because it's not something that I, I, I ever thought would happen because I'm not a super fan of these, of this series in general, but now I've played mm-hmm. all three games, <laughs> which is crazy to me. And not only that, um, these games are so strange. I have watched multiple YouTube videos and like taken a look at deep dives just to kind of un- 
uncover some of the story. So that is some of the context Just I have. Just to unpack some of the weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested because there is like there's some stuff that are just gags and they're hilarious and they're awesome and unique and weird. And then there's some weird stuff that actually touches on different themes, you know, and there's some weird stuff in here that that has kind of a deeper meaning to it. And as a Westerner, as a dumb guy, I don't always catch all these things. And so I want to kind of see these through lines. Um, because yeah, things things get kind of bonkers throughout it. So now we're talking about context. Now I have the context of all three games. And actually, I'm probably going to be comparing the games a lot as we talk about this one in particular, especially because Mother 1 and 2 are so similar to each other. And this one breaks away from that. It's similar in a lot of other ways in the quirky tone. Um, you know, it, it, it deviates a bit in the battle system with the musical battles, but but it's still fairly similar. Um, it's an it's an evolution in certain ways, but the story is very different than the first two, which were pretty similar kind of plot points overall. So um, yeah, I've I've got some context to bring to this, even though I'm not like the biggest fan ever. And like I said before, I never thought I would actually play through this game because it, it's never been officially released over here. But uh, yeah, here we are. Yeah. How about you, Wes? Like, why don't you sort of fill us in on some of your uh, history slash context with this game? Oh, man, I have so much context with this game. It's like a Santa Claus bag. Okay, so let's fast forward, or let's rewind, not fast forward, Mm because that's in the future. Rewind, (laughs) fast. Okay, so I had Earthbound for the Super Nintendo that I bought in, I think, about 2004 or so, when the cartridges weren't, like, catastrophically bad. I think I got it, like, for, like, 60 bucks total, and that was pretty darn good, and that's when I first started playing it, and I made it really far. I made it super far in the original Earthbound before my brother went ahead and messed up the cartridge somehow, pulled it out without, like, resetting no. the game i don't know whatever you're supposed to do totally erase every save file oh. on it and it mm. didn't i didn't pick it up again for years later but then i got into emulation and i played the original the mother one you know earthbound beginnings be, also known as earthbound zero at that time because it was re- it was technically already completely translated right. for the american market back yep. in like 1989 or 1990 like they had an official translation that somebody just randomly found and it's just like uh yes please i definitely will try that out and did the same thing, made it pretty far. And then that computer crashed and I lost my save file. And I just tend to have really bad luck with these games. Maybe but, you're, you shouldn't meddle with forces <laughs> beyond you. <laughs> yes, this Ouch. is definitely, it was not foreordained for me to like get into these games like so quickly and illegally that I did. But no, it was an official copy of Earthbound on the Super Nintendo. So whatever. But eventually, I think it was around 2005 when they had it was in 2003 when they really announced it, but I got it in 2005. It was a, it was called Mother 1 Plus 2 for the Game Boy Advance, and it had both That's the right. original Mother game and Mother 2 on one cartridge for the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. And I decided I'm going to go ahead and import this because I've been having some good luck with imports on the DS, and I was like, all right, may as well try it now. And it's all in Japanese, but like, who cares? You know, there's plenty of guides for the games at this point. Like, I'm not going to have any problem with it. So I did play both of the games in Japanese, both Mother 1 and Mother 2 for a significant portion of my life that I'll never get back, I'm pretty sure. But I never actually finished them because it was still in Japanese and so yeah. like still navigating all yeah. these menus in Japanese. But it did give me like really hyped for when Mother 3 was going to be coming out in 2006. So I went ahead and pre-ordered it at the same time that I got Mother 1 and 2. And then, you know, it was like six months later or so is when Mother 3 came out. 
And in order to play this game, I had to go on the starmen.net website because they had this great little, like, easy to follow guide. And because, again, it was all in Japanese, I went ahead and I copied and pasted everything in that guide into, like, size six font on Microsoft Word. And because we were out of black ink, I had to color everything in red. So I remember printing out like, I don't know, like six to eight pages worth of just that guide and carrying it around with me as we were because my sister, you know, she was a dancer and a pageant queen. So Mm. we were basically taking road trips every single weekend. So I'm like, well, what can I do? I can play through this game. (laughs) And once again, I did not finish this game. (laughs) I got really, really far. But, you know, the thing with Japanese games is that they get very obtuse towards the end, especially this one. And just oh, yeah. even following a guide is just like, what? Who is this? I have no idea. This is before the translation came out. So wait, that you know, thing's fast huge. forward a few years. Like, right? Yeah. <laughs> is that guy really named Wes? I don't know. But it looks like a similar katakana to my name. So, you know, I have an affinity for this old man. But, you know, fast forward a few more years, the English translation comes out. But it was right when I was in college. Never really was able to get into it because college was a bear. And it wasn't really until just a couple of years ago, I think during backlog uh, backlog golf in 2019 when i was really able to like be like okay all three of these games i'm beating this in the course of like however many months that i can and i did end up doing it and i finally like finished all of them yeah 30 minutes that's all it took yeah (laughs) but no not really it it actually took me an absurd amount of time i feel like to Mm. really like finish these games but i've always loved them i've always appreciated like what itoi has been doing with this there's all the you know the rumors and the things around it Mm-hmm. So you like, oh, do you know that Gigas is blah, 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 blah. And actually yep. based on this childhood trauma that Itoi suffered. Right, right. Walked into the wrong movie theater or <laughs> blah, 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 all that weird stuff. It's just like, it's just got so much interesting, like almost like meta lore behind it. That mm-hmm. you, you can't help but like enjoy it. And unfortunately, a lot of people took that meta lore to heart and made a terrible game called Undertale. And that's pretty much where my familiarity with that Ooh. franchise stops. But I got a lot of baggage with this game. and. Most oh of it's man, good. that that is Some a spicy bad. take on Undertale. Have you have you played Undertale, Wes? Yeah, I've tried like three times. Mm. That game is trash, just complete <laughs> garbage. It's, it's a pastiche of what people think the mother games are. Mm. It is terrible. Mm. I can't stand it. I cannot stand the Tumblr culture around it, and it That's can go fair. die in a fire. And I don't care. <laughs> don't care. I so I platinumed uh, Undertale. And that was sort of because it, it was a fairly easy platinum and that might've mm-hmm. been during like backlog golf or whatever. And mm-hmm. I did not see all the, I, mean, I know we're sort of like veering off into a bit of a rabbit trail sort of a, but I did not see all the hype. I thought it was fine. I, and I did think it was interesting um, mm-hmm. what they were doing with it. And I thought I really did appreciate some of like the, the playing with subversion of tropes and things like that. But yeah. Uh, what is that guy's name? Uh, Toby, um, Toby Fox, Toby Fox. I just, mm-hmm. especially it would be interesting to almost like, I'm almost tempted to go back to undertale and like take another crack at it and sort of, especially with this so fresh, but no, I, I I generally I would agree with that assessment of Undertale. Yeah, you know, which oh, may trashed. not be a popular. Uh I don't know if I'd go that far, but I, I definitely think it's super overrated. Yeah. Um Yeah. I think, it, I think it's of, more overrated than Final Fantasy Seven, if you can believe that. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> 
Wow. And I like Final Fantasy VII. And I know it's super overrated, mm. but this game is definitely more overrated than Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm. that kind of puts me in my feelings. I don't know how, how, how I want to respond to that. Um, well, let's respond by taking back uh, another look at Mother Three. Let's let's bring it back. Yeah, yeah let's, let's let's sort of get back on 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 the topic here. So let's uh and 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 listeners, just so you know, uh, we're probably this is sort of a light spoiler warning. Uh, probably probably going to want to dip out here not too long. Like we're going to start talking about story details a little bit here, um, maybe. So. All that being said, uh, this sort of right here, the the general storyline, probably after this, you might want to bounce out um, again, just sort of, but you know, listeners be, you've been warned and uh, well, yeah. How about we do this? How about we, we do that general storyline and then we just give our overall impressions, non-spoiler oh, impressions. That sounds, that sounds fair. Whether we recommend I, or I'm, not, something like that. And then we go full spoiler. Yeah, actually, I, I, I do like that because I, I think I, I can sort of weigh in a little bit in a non-spoiler capacity um, and some of that. Mm-hmm. So uh, as far as the general storyline, and again, uh, thanks so much for putting this together, Wes. Um, mm-hmm. But you wrote, the game follows a family in their community as they are hit with great tragedy after having never known sadness or grief. A great evil known as the Pig Mask Army is slowly expanding over the Nowhere Islands where the family lives. Our main protagonist, Lucas, has 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 to learn to mature and to grow amidst great difficulty in order to save his home. Um, yeah, and I think that's a pretty good sort of like synopsis of like the general sort of thrust of the 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 game here. Um, if if I had to sort of a non-spoiler sort of like recommend. I, I would recommend this game if you can, and, and at this point in time, my, my big caveat is if you can obtain sort of a copy of that Wii U virtual console or you can obtain a cartridge, like at that point in time, like I'm fairly comfortable recommending, like emulating this to some degree. So that caveat aside, um, I think the game's charming and it's, mm-hmm. it, it's a bit absurd. And I, kind of love it for that um and again i i'm not like gonna go like die on like the earthbound three is the greatest game of all time mountain yeah um or hill even but i'm like this is it's fun and it's good mm-hmm. and it's it's got some charm and it it's got i think some interesting narrative chops you know there's some really interesting storytelling um, and even sort of mechanically, I think there's some interesting things that they do, um, given the, the, the time period. Mm-hmm. So, cause the game is at this point in time, 15, 16 years old. So that, that would be mm-hmm. like, I would say like, if you can, again, obtain this game legally and want to emulate it and apply the fan patch and all that stuff after, after that, like, yeah, by all means, like do it. Cause I think it's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess my kind of general thoughts on it is that I did very much enjoy this game. Um, it is my favorite of the Mother trilogy. Um, it, it has come out in front of of either the first two. Um, I I'm not as rabid a fan as I have seen, although I do recognize again, like I said, this is a it is a unique game. It does some some things. The things that it touches on are really 
awesome. Uh, I think even just for the medium of video games in general, um, it has some very human characteristics, but it's also a very strange game because it does some very wacky things as well. So you can never kind of tell, uh, you know, is this, is this part going to say something deep or is it, is it just making a joke, you know, something like that. Um, so for me, this game, I, I really enjoyed the game. Um, I think it cracks my top 100 list, uh, probably around mm. the midpoint, somewhere around there is mm. where I would put it in kind of a personal top 100. Um, because I do think there are some big flaws, whether that's with whether that's with kind of some of the conclusions of the themes, whether it's the themes I really wish were were um, kind of you took a deeper look at some of them. I love that they touch on some things. I just don't feel like it went far enough in certain areas. And then frankly, there are some things about this game. Uh, there's a scene in particular, um, but even certain characters, certain main characters that I really disliked as well. Um, and I think that what they were trying to say with those characters, I didn't like either. So so there are some things that, that I I don't like about the game but i still really enjoy it overall and i enjoy the, the some of the things that it says so it's i'm of i'm sort of of two minds but i do really appreciate the game and i do um it's on my personal top 100 but i can't say everyone should play this game i think i think i would have to caveat it but i i, I would give it somewhat of a recommendation just with heavy caveats I would definitely say that's really fair. Um, as far as I go, like, obviously this is within my top 100. It's within my top 10. I just looked at my <laughs> list again, and it is my fourth yeah. favorite top 100 game of all time awesome. as of this year currently that we're in at the moment. But I, I would definitely recommend this game. Absolutely. I think okay. that it does things way better like you were saying, than Mother 1 or Mother 2. Mm -hmm. I think it trims a lot of the fat that those games have and yep. some of the obtuseness in terms yep. of like gameplay and actually getting the story across. I love the fact that it's broken down into a chapter system and it's mm. like, okay, you're following different characters at different chapters, very yes. similar to how, yeah. you know, kind of a weird thing to bring up, but uh, Dragon Quest Four Chapters of the Chosen, very yep. similar to how that game approached like its storytelling as well, where you're introduced to this tragedy really early on, then you meet some other characters, and then you go ahead and go back to the main character and see what's going on with them. And I don't know. I just feel like it's done in a very mature way, not in like a, okay. a you know, a gore. It's not gory. It's not violent. It's not licentious or anything like that, but it's mature. It's, it's trying to tell a, a good story. Mm -hmm. And in many ways, like, I don't feel like I felt this kind of thing in a video game story since, I mean, here for sure but also if i make it make a way a weird parallel uh god of war the new god of war game and two from what is it 2018 mm -hmm. i feel like there's a lot of the same like similar beats that it tries to cover as well and i think it also does it in a very mature way mm -hmm. in that it's kind of leaving behind some of the stuff from the past you know whether it's the silliness and from earthbound and mother one and some of the weird stuff that they have going on there but also embracing its own brand of like, okay, this is what we are now, mm. and this is where we're moving. And unfortunately, we'll never really see what a Mother 4 looks like at this point, because E-Toy's probably never going to be doing anything with that. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I just really, I would definitely recommend it to people. Obviously, you have some interesting characters, and they are obviously the reason that Nintendo will never localize this game, nor touch it with a 10-foot pole, because it's pretty much done and buried in 
<laughs> the past and they're not going to be messing with that for yeah. any reason. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, barring those characters, which, you know, I don't necessarily have as much of a problem with, but I'll get to that later. Okay. I think okay. the story that it does try to tell is definitely like it's mature. It's sad. It can be even unsettling at times, but I think it's really trying to do a good thing, especially on, you know, the Game Boy Advance of all systems. Like, I couldn't even mm-hmm. imagine how they could tell the story on the Nintendo 64 for sure. <laughs> but on the Game Boy Advance as well, it's just like, huh, it, it definitely makes you think. And that's pretty much where I'm at. So, mm-hmm. again, if you can get it, probably shouldn't buy an original cartridge because that's going to be like, you know, three to five hundred dollars. And I don't necessarily oh, think this game goodness. is worth that much. So Jeez. if you're going to get it, you may as well go the Wii U virtual console route with Amazon Japan. But I would definitely recommend it. And I don't know. I don't really know what to say beyond that. Yeah, that doesn't get into spoilers. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> well, I think I think with all that being said, and, and Josh, you, you did mention that sort of it breaks your top 100 list. Yeah, I would probably maybe throw it into mine as well. So maybe that means that we need to find a spot for oh, it on, on the, on the back our yeah. top 100 list. I don't think it's going to break the top 10. I hate to disappoint you, Wes. Yeah, I doubt that. Um, but I think it, 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 it at least has a place on the list somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that that's something to maybe potentially sort of like for us to sort of keep in our pocket. But uh, I think... I mean, now, it is no River City Ransom, obviously. I get is, that, but well, it there, is no. There's River, no barfing. Like, listen, River City Ransom is the the eternal and perpetual number one hundred, um, forever in our hearts as the hundredth best game of all time. Mm. Um, but 